It's really tough. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, you know, first of all, during the COVID pandemic, uh, a lot of youth were being in mental illness, right? And it's been really hard to get the counseling and psychiatric help and even emergency room visits. So I think a lot of this could be an aftermath of that, a result of that. Uh, when you talk to Chancellor Woodson at NC State, engineering's high pressure. I mean, when you think about it, NC State took 60,000 applications for 5,000 seats and engineering fail rates 55% at least. Wow. A lot of pressure, right? Uh, you're taking loans, you're going to engineering. I, I think there, there needs to be – I will commend the legislature for expanding Medicaid with the governor. And the governor has announced that now they can use $1 billion they're being allocated for mental health. And they can focus on drug overdose, opioid abuse. They can focus on counseling and shortening those uh, stays in the emergency room. This can go a long way. I was speaking to Senator Bergen a few weeks ago at the General Assembly, who chairs the health care committee for the Senate. And Senator Bergen was really excited about this. I mean, he thinks this is going to be a big opportunity for Democrats and Republicans to come together. Mental health is the crux of a lot of our problems, but also the gun violence we've seen. Why are young people going in and killing people on greenways in Raleigh? We had the deaths in Goldsboro. Uh, there was a few shootings in Morrisville. And in fact, recently, a wife was a shot in Morrisville, uh, you know, right there in, in not too far from where our mayor lives. So it's scary. And uh, I think we've got to really get a handle on this. And I remember I, w- I wasn't in college too long ago. And absolutely, yes, I knew people who were depressed and anxious. We all, we all get depressed and anxious. And uh, I'm, I'm, I actually got depressed when I was in law school, away from my wife after I got married. I was away, you know, you know, really hard. So the depression can take over, and um, we have to have things that we can focus on, get us out of the funk. I, that's why I exercise a lot, because I'm a former athlete, but the endorphins make me feel good all the time. And, uh, you know, it, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, making sure we take care of it. And it's also a question of if I feel like the answer is no. Is there an obvious thing we can quickly do to fix it for a lot of people? I think that answer has to be no, because at this point we would know exactly what it is. But at least money's being set aside, efforts are being made, it's you know, a, counselors it's, being put in. It's a major disease. I think that's part of the problem is we don't think of a disease. We think of disease as cancer, leukemia, lymphoma, cardiovascular disease, diabetes. Folks, if you're listening, mental health is as much as a disease as anything. I had a family friend whose son committed suicide. I had another best friend who took his life through opioids. I mean, these are really, really all the result of mental illness, and it has to be treated with medication, therapy, counseling. Uh, Sometimes it's taboo in communities to say, well, I don't want to say I have mental illness or my child doesn't have mental illness. I think you've got to own up to it, accept it's a problem, but at least we're making – let's give the legislature credit and the governor – Republicans and Democrats for coming together to pass Medicaid expansion, but also providing a billion dollars. And I think something that is helping is that the the tabooness of it is slowly going away. I think we have seen progress with that, that it is becoming more acceptable, especially for men to say, I'm struggling. That actually has changed. And I think that will help going into the future.